Hello, welcome and welcome back to the Syrian Immigrant Show. It's me, Naomi, if you're new here. How have you been? It's a beautiful afternoon over here in Trondheim. Yeah, I've, it's been a minute. It's been a minute since I've posted. Well, not really a minute. It's only been a week or two. But I've decided to space out the episodes as it did not make sense anymore for this particular season of being a master student and uh, working part-time and all of that to post every week. So I'm trying I'm trying to space out my episodes and um, that's why I did not post last week. But hey, I'm still here. I'm still passionate. Um, as long as this is still helpful, I'm going to do it. Anyway, so today I actually don't have a script. I'm going to base this episode on something I've been reflecting on for a few months now. But just to give you a little bit of a backstory, I, I guess you can already see from the title what it's about. But to just give you a backstory is, um, so a few months ago in August 2021, last year, I moved to a new city. I decided to pursue a master's as well. And, you know, yes, it was such a big change. I went through this transitioning. Of course, when you're changing the location, when you're upgrading your studies, there's, you know, there's a lot of things that, you know, have to go along with that change, with that transition. And one of those things, of course, now that I had uh, obtained a bachelor's degree, was my reevaluation of my job situation. So I've always worked beside school, since high school, since I've always worked since, actually my first job was um, was the summer, the first summer I ever spent in Norway. I, I got my first job and then uh, after I started high school, you know, I decided I've been, I, I was always seeing people, especially Africans working in the elderly care. And I was so curious. And, and another thing, another aspect of it, I'm like, wow, people here actually pay you to take care of other people. And for me, that was fascinating. And, you know, I, I didn't grow up around old people. And I'm like, wow, that is, I would do that for free just to volunteer. But if I'm getting paid for it, all right. So that's how I, I you know, I ended up, you know, um, working my first job in the healthcare sector. Honestly, because I was just fascinated that people get, here take care of other people like my African mind my African girl mind was like please give me that money uh, I could do that for free why not get paid for it so yeah that's how I started working in the healthcare sector healthcare sector <laughs> I said healthcare anyway so moving forward um, I um, I moved to Bergen of course for my bachelor's and in the meantime when I was working in high school that is actually, ironically, when I applied for that job, I thought I wanted to be a nurse. And uh, after a few months of working the job, I decided, oh, I had other interests and working in the healthcare wasn't going to help me develop those interests. And it wasn't going to help me to know, you know, to work with a group of people that I realized I wanted to work with. And that was immigrants and, and refugees and tackling the issues of migration and all of that. So that's how I changed my mind. So that is actually one of the first things I want to highlight. Doing something um, you know, that I ended up not that ended up not being my dream job, so to say, you know, 
doing that same thing is what opened my eyes to to actually explore myself, to actually realize my interests. So that is the first thing. And so I moved to Bigen um, for my bachelor's after high school. And again, I think, I don't know if it has happened to you, that you can gain a certain experience and then you realize, oh, this is not what I want to do. But then that is the experience you have. So in a way, you end up remaining in that sector because some skills are not transferable. And that was my case. So I realized, okay, the skills I've gained through high school were not really transferable to many job sectors. And I actually am not sure whether it was just me who did not know how to communicate to other sectors, like how these skills could be transferable to other type of jobs that I could do. Um, maybe it was just me who did not know uh, the system well enough to know what kind of other opportunities that might be available and so on and so on. But one thing that I did in the meantime in Bargain uh, was to try to volunteer, was to try to attend events and all of those things to see what kind of, you know, what is out there. I was in a new city, a much bigger city, and I was trying to, you know, explore my options. Yeah, that's what I was trying to do, explore my options. So, I, of course, I ended up, that's how I ended up working in the art and cultural industry. If you did not know that about me, I do work a little bit in the art and culture industry right now. I work at Kunsthal Trondheim, that is an art gallery. I'm, I'm uh, managing a project called Oinore, which is my our organization. But anyway, you can go and check out the Instagram page Oinore, O-I-Nore, if you want to know more about that. So yeah. I just have to say I don't have any script, but I'm just I hope I make my point at the end of this. Anyway, so yeah, I end up again. I wasn't working that much in the art and arts and culture sector. If you know anything about this field, if you don't have a permanent job in it, you almost depend on projects and freelance jobs and something like that. And those are not always available, and you can't really depend on that to you know and it's hard to plan with that kind of you know uh, that kind of arrangement so i decided it was better i get a job where i can, I, I know i can work how many hours a week that i have a little bit of control that i have a little bit of a schedule so uh i, I had a friend who was working in what we call home nurse here in Ore. i don't know what yeah anyway yeah and I already had the skills. I already had the experience back from high school working in the healthcare, in the elderly care. And uh, yeah, I thought, why not? I can work after school. That is a great thing with healthcare jobs when you're a student. They are very flexible. They are available and flexible. You can work after school. You can work in the weekends. You can work in holidays. So I was like, yeah, that, that is great. So I did that. It was really great. But then... After my bachelor's, I've been, you know, like I said, I was juggling between working and the healthcare for that extra money, you know, even though in order we get like uh, money from Lonek, I said, but uh, honestly, I don't think after paying all bills, you have much extra money, you know, unless you're living really restricted. 
but you know I, I i i like doing other things like visiting family here and there and you know other things that you know require money so working extra made sense for me and i had time for it but this is where i was, I was actually wanting to reach the time came when the season of you know bachelors was over i was done with my bachelors and i was okay okay i'm looking at myself what's next and for some reason i just lost interest in working for something that i had decided was not what i want to build my future in i had left the dream of being a nurse a long time ago and i just needed to move on i just felt inside of me that okay i'm done working in the healthcare i i need to move on I don't know if that has happened to you that you, you know, at some point you do what you do because it's available, it's flexible, but you reach a point where like, okay, uh, at some point I need to, you know, move on. And that's what I was facing. And I'm just saying this through my story. Hopefully you'll be able to relate and get a few lessons here and there. Or I don't know, maybe uh, get a feeling that you're not alone or maybe relate to some of the things I'm saying or that some of the things I've experienced and so on. So, yeah, I just reached that season. And from January, from um, the year 2021, I think that's when I really started feeling very strongly about this. I wasn't taking shifts anymore, you know, many shifts. And even though I had enough time for that, I was just... I just didn't care about the money anymore. Like I, I was, I was at that point. I'm like, I don't care if I don't have enough money. I just don't want to go back. Yeah. So time comes. Okay. I'm like, okay, I cannot just sit around. I need to move on. Um, it's either going to be work or um, getting a master's. But uh, inside of me, I just felt like I needed to you know, continue with my master's, maybe because my bachelor's was more of a discipline and, you know, it wasn't really a professional related bachelor's. And um, and then needed to upgrade to what I thought would be a good, great idea. I still think is, you know, take a more professional master's. So I chose, I applied here and there and time came, I had to move, I moved to Trondheim. And but I was still in that season where I felt like I'm not I'm done with working jobs that are not in my dream job. I yeah, I went through a whole thing like a few months where I'm like, okay, I'm done working somewhere that is just not my dream. I don't know if you've been there when you just you know when you just okay, I, I don't care anymore. I just need to do something that I imagined I would be doing at this point. Imagine, you know, the working for the company of with a group of people or for us, you know, just offering the service that I always imagined that I set out to. And now that I had a bachelor's, I felt like I had, I was justified, you know, to, to think this way. Yeah, it was, I, I, I won't lie, it was not a very easy period. It wasn't an easy season to go through having those thoughts at the same time, not finding anything at, right away. So, of course, being new in Trondheim, juggling between being new and then trying to settle in the new city and the new season and the new masters and all of that, you know, combined with all of that, it became a little bit hard to actually really concentrate. And time went really fast, went by really fast, and December came. So I moved to Trondheim in, in, in August, December came. And I looked at myself, I'm like, okay, I, I'm not where I want to be yet. I have some financial goals I want to meet. 
you know, as you know, as it should, as I should. But I wasn't, I wasn't, you know, living my dream yet. I wasn't. Uh, things were not the way I was hoping to, and I was still, you know, very big on not going back to a sector that I, I don't want to work in. But I, in the meantime, I was also, you know, seeking advice. I was seeking help. I was trying to apply here and there, you know, putting myself out there, sending CVs and, and, and applications. And I was also talking to my family, you know, you know, who don't, some who live here, some who live in other places, but they are also, you know, in a similar situation as mine, they, they are immigrants where they are. So, and... I think it's two things that did it for me. One, I was listening to a sermon one day from my pastor back in Bergen, and he gave a testimony of of this young woman who, you know, he, he happened to, to give an example of exactly what I was going through in between jobs, you know, between choosing a job that I don't like anymore and, you know, and, and in between waiting for my dream job for something I, I you know I, I set out to do. And the, this, the example he gave you know ended up that that lady that he was you know um, uh, giving an example from she ended up getting an advice to stay a little bit longer and it happened so that God helped her. she ended up upgrading within that field even though it's not it was not her dream field but she ended up really you know getting blessed and she ended up upgrading and getting money and and all of that you know the important things and she ended up you know staying choosing to stay because now she's she was in a better place and then combined with at the same time I was talking to you know one of my family members and and he was giving me a testimony of how he works hard. He works night shifts, you know, even though it's not his dream job, he's really qualified to do other things, probably even better things, you know, but, but he was, you know, it really encouraged me. I'm like, wow, this person is working hard to provide for his family. He, you know, he's not looking at himself as like, oh, it's, it's not my dream job, so I won't do it. He's doing what he has to do. He has to pay bills. He needs to spend time with his family, needs to support his family, and he's doing what he has to do. And then, of course, there are other factors too, but honestly, those two things really encouraged me. This is why talking to people is so important. Talking to people will support you is so important. And this is why sharing stories like this, you know, it's, you never know. You just never know. So by this two, these two stories from these two different people really helped me to actually rethink what was, first of all, what did I mean by dream? You know, what did I mean by dream? Why was I so fixed on if I'm not working in a particular sector, then I won't work at all? Why? You know, why did I have that mindset? Also, are there? I, I started asking myself: Are there other important priorities in my life that are that are more important right now than working in a particular sector? And yes, the the answer for my, for those questions for me was yes, yes. Right now, maybe earning money, earning extra money was more important than working my dream job. And it's not like I was not doing anything. In the meantime, I was being a student. In the meantime, you know, I, I was doing other things. And then another thing that I asked myself, you know, why am I so fixed on not changing my mind? Like, where is that coming from? So, yeah. And then 
and then another question that I asked myself, like, why would I be losing? Like, what is, why would I be losing versus why would I be gaining? And honestly, after asking myself all of those questions, I had to put all those, all that mindset a little bit aside. And I'm so big on not giving up on your dreams. I think I've said, I mentioned it on this podcast before that you gotta do what you gotta do, but don't lose yourself in the process. And that, that I think that was my fear that I thought I was going to lose myself in earning that extra money, working a job that I didn't set out to do. That wasn't my dream. And I hope I never sound like, oh, if you're working in the health sector, blah, blah, blah. I know it has a status. People have opinions about this, that because it's easy, easier job to do. So most immigrants, you know, work this kind of job in the health sector because it's easier to get. It's more flexible. Like, I guess there is also less discrimination and it's, you know, you have more chance of working more hours and, 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 and getting shifts. So yeah, so I hope it doesn't, you know, sound like, oh, if you're working in the health sector, you're not living the dream. No, 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 that's not what I mean. I actually encourage people to do so because I think, like I say, like I mentioned at the beginning as a student, it made really a lot of sense to work that job. It was really good for me. So, yeah, but those that was my situation. That is where I was. And I know some of you, even my friends, people that are close to me, people that I've seen, stories that I've heard, you know, you reach a point where you, you're doing something that is probably not your dream, but in your particular season, that is what needs to be done. In your particular season, that's, you know, that's the provision. You need to provide, you know. Sometimes pro- providing and putting food on the table is much more important than than following your dream than you know than waiting around and who says that while you're working that quote unquote not your dream job you know who says that you cannot pursue your dreams in the meantime for example for me yes I, I i was working that but i was also i don't know if i mentioned this already but i was also attending events looking for what is out there introducing myself to people and and you know i'm making it clear for the for my environment that this is who I am, this is what I want to be. So people knew what I wanted to work with. So if someone knew an opportunity that matched my interest, they knew to call me. They knew, like, my friends keep telling me, like, you know, oh, hey, have you seen that? Because they know what I want to do in future, even though I'm doing this right now. So, yeah, my season of confusion, thank God, came to an end. Yes, there was always other things in life. But like I say, there's two stories that made me really reevaluate where I was, my stand and my opinions and my mindset then was just hearing these two stories that sometimes uh, that you need to uh, to do what you have to do. And it, that it won't last forever. And sometimes it's OK to change your mind. You know, it's okay to wait. It's okay to wait if things are not happening all at the same time. Believe me, you can look around your life. You can look into your life. There are things happening right now, even positive things. There are lessons that you're learning even right now in the waiting. You know, there are ways you're growing. For me, it took me that time to wait, that time to have that mindset, but yet nothing was happening. It taught me that maybe I care about working hard more than I care about working for a certain company. For me, 
or, or working for a certain sector. For me, working hard in itself is a great thing. Working, being able to work hard, being able to meet your financial needs, being able to provide for yourself, being able to really, you know, earn money was very important. Maybe even more important right now for my situation. So you have to ask yourself those questions. And another thing um, that I really want to say, um, you should be proud. You should be proud, even though you're not where you want to be, but you're working hard, you're trying. You know, you should be really proud. That effort is not in vain. You know, sometimes we might think that, oh, because this is not my dream, because I'm not living the Norwegian dream, that things, you know, seem like you're doing things in vain, but they are not. You know, I have I have friends. You know, they they work jobs. Yeah, uh, you know, I I know this lady. She she you know she did some cleaning. She did some that. You know, others. Of course, she did not give up on her dream just because she was doing that in that particular season. She was in the meantime, you know, still having her eyes focused on what she felt called to do. So yes, I still have my eyes focused on the the sectors I want to work with. Oh my God. Sorry, someone is texting me. Yeah, I haven't lost track on what I want to do. But in the meantime, I decided to not sit down and, and you know, and wait for my dream job, for things to be perfect, for circumstances to be perfect until, you know, I live life. And working and earning money is just part of living life. So sometimes, like I get like I love saying, you got to do what you got to do. And I think I want to point out that even though you're not doing your dream job right now, you're learning skills. You're learning how to work hard. You're learning how to balance time. For example, if you're a student like me, you're learning between balancing time, multitasking, you know, scheduling yourself. You're learning how to interact with people. I'm sure wherever you're working, you're still working with people. You're learning things. I cannot tell you how many things I I learned by just being around my colleagues, you know. Anyway, I guess I did not update you. So, yeah, I decided to get a job once again. Thankfully for me, I ended up getting something that was very close to what I want, that was very close to my skill set from being a social worker student. And, uh, and uh, you know, I was able to negotiate very good working terms and all of that. So... Yeah, I guess what I'm trying to say, the waiting taught me a lot of things, but it also taught me to really go harder on what I want to do. So yeah, the waiting was not in vain either. That period, sometimes you just need to reset your mind. And for me, it took that. It took me, it took, um, it it took for me getting tired of my situation to maybe reevaluate that, hey, maybe my situation wasn't bad. I was just making it look bad because things were not going as as I you know as I want you know at, at, at the time when I want them to so maybe a situation is not that bad you just need to see it from a new perspective the fact that you're earning money is not a bad thing um yeah like I was saying you you're getting all these skills that are very transferable you know working in a team it's it's transferable it's just a matter of how you decide to communicate your skills while writing your CV. That's another 
conversation for another time you know that you're able to communicate skills even though you can say oh but i'm working in this sector it's not really related to what i want to do in in the future i think there are ways i know there are ways we can communicate those skills to your dream job that you can actually make them transferable working with people getting to know this kind of systems working on schedule working in a team balancing time getting familiar with society and so on and so on and lastly this period of working quote unquote not my dream job has really really taught me how much i want to actually work with the thing i call my dream job it has actually taught me to 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 question myself like how bad do i want this like how bad do i want this how much how much am i willing to give up how much am i willing to uh, you know how hard am i willing to go so yeah so even though at some points like i said it seemed like all of this was in vain not doing my dream job was all in vain i'm wasting time but it turns out i wasn't and what i want to do what to say or i want to end with two ideas or two quotes the worst job in the world the worst job is the one you're not doing mhm and another thing is you know part of life it's changing i read i read this on instagram earlier and to be honest i think it's true part of life is changing and um you know um just because you you're going through a transition it doesn't mean you know um it doesn't mean that you're not going to reach where you're going it just means you have to look for a way where you can enjoy the process i i know you probably have heard this many times now you know enjoy the process and i know it's hard but honestly there are so many valuable lessons right now in the process as you're transitioning as you're going through this season where things are not as you imagined and honestly you're probably living some of the things you imagined but you just don't see it yet you know the, there are things you're learning that are probably even more valuable than the things you imagined so yeah and then you're allowed to change your mind once you are allowed to change your mind i changed my mind about what you know what my trajectory is going to look like i changed my mind of how my timeline is going to look like and i changed my mind what my priorities are now and that is okay you know it's called growing <laughs> anyway so thank you for listening that's all i have to say i could have started here and say more but i think that will do for now but let's continue the conversation um in the dms in the chat you know wherever you however you want to reach out or leave my instagram in the in the yeah, what are they called in the oh my god in the show notes <laughs> that took me forever but yeah for now i really appreciate you um uh and i really want to hear from you the, you know this is all for us to connect and to to get in touch but for now peace <laughs>